Danite Radio. Welcome to the Counter Revolution. I kind of like that, dude. I uh, think that works better too. It's hard to, it's hard to do it naturally without somebody that's not involved in the conversation. Yeah, agreed. But well, what up, nerds and virgins? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Ah, <laughs> quoting the great Kobe Covington. Hi, I'm Shadow. I'm Rocky. And I'm Jace. Welcome back to Danite Radio. Danite Radio. Radio from hell. Oh, wait. Oh, don't you dare, dude. My (laughs) gosh. So, dude, YouTube is, for some reason, showing me all these HIV ads, you know? Time to get checked. Yeah. (laughs) And like, (laughs) which is weird enough, but then uh, the, the commercial says, if you've been diagnosed with HIV... Keep being you. Which is a strange thing to tell someone with HIV, right? Like, hey, intravenous drug user who got HIV, keep doing what you're doing. Keep sharing your needles. Weird, right? That's interesting. Hey, serial philanderer, keep doing what you're doing. Ideally, since you lack morals... Yeah. Don't tell them. It's so weird. <laughs> don't tell them. That's the weirdest thing to say, you know? I don't know. Hey, bar fighter. <laughs> it's just weird. It seems like what you're doing is incorrect if you end up with HIV. Yeah. And I'm not saying change everything, you know? Keep making people laugh, but maybe change the behavior that it led to the <clears throat> reaction. Yeah. But maybe that's an unpopular opinion. Probably is. No, bro, keep being you. What you uh, what you mad about this week, Shadow? Anything funny happen? No, pretty tame week. Oh, what about you, Jace? I got nothing. Really? Yeah. Thank you. Here, just pass me your ropes. I'll drag this show along, <laughs> man. Finally. <laughs> about time I, you show uh, something. <laughs> so... As Shadow knows, we're doing a job in Salina. Salina. I better text Cody before this comes out and tell him we're working down the road. Uh, and, hey, Cody, uh, we're working down the road. I'll handle it. I uh, So we're just driving because it's only like an hour from my house, but uh, the general contractor, I won't say his name or his company, it lives far away, so he's staying and so he's staying down there and and we were trying to figure out like what time he gets off of work what time he goes home but not home and i was like hey what time do you go to the hotel bro and he's like uh i brought a trailer I'm like, okay. Oh, no. So no now that we've established that i'm the kind of jerk 
that assumes you're the kind of jerk that would stay in a hotel when he's working out of town? What time do you get off work, dude? <laughs> like, you can't answer the question. I get it. Fine. Correct me on the trailer thing, but... Oh, it's a trailer. I go around five. You know, that's all I had to say. But no, I had to re-ask the question in the appropriate format to not offend his sensibilities. Did you use his proper pronouns? <laughs> exactly, dude. Like, dude. Wow, bro. Yeah, his proper pronoun is trailer stayer. Oh. Yeah. I see. Please, please don't call me a he. I am trailer stayer. That's my pronoun. Good luck finding that one on Facebook. Tardo. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. I just don't know. What time does he get off? Now I'm curious. Five, he says, but I don't think he stays much longer after we leave at 4.30. Probably half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Disbelief, and then you're like, oh, wait, hold on. 4.30 is only half an hour before five. Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't get to talk to generals and stuff, so I don't. I just don't get why we can't be better not you know what is that why why does it matter where you're staying you know why can't you just infer what i mean you know i think people love to overshare and get offended about it maybe he does yeah he does seem like the offended type too but he seems like a nice enough feller Mm -hmm. that's why i don't talk to him Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that's a policy that i have yeah freaking awesome well, I guess we're getting into the other stuff quicker than I thought. Yeah, I think so. Got I got nothing, story. bro. I'm trying yeah. to think what happened to me this week. I don't think Literally I was nothing. alive this week. Weird. Those are all from like two weeks ago. So, But I, uh, I've i been receiving a lot of pushback from last week's episode, folks. Imagine that. We won't name names, but... You know who you be. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, I was just going to name names. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, won't name names. So, most of the pushback is from my side because I didn't get aggressive enough with my cousin about the mask thing. I've also received pushback for this issue. Really? Yeah. From other people that aren't? That I'm not talking about from different people or from the same people. people. So, I, uh, um, I feel like I got my point across, uh, gently. Um, I feel like if masks are, don't work, like I don't think they work or, or they're as pointless as I think they are then they're just a tool to divide the people because a people divided against itself will never hold the corrupt government that we have in check. We'll never fight a communist revolution. We'll be too worried about who's making us sick with the coronavirus instead of what's making our country sick with communism. So I don't think that me losing my friendship with my cousin over the masks is helping anything. Yeah, that just plays into the hands of, you know. I think I got my point across. I don't think um, I lost the fight by any means. Um, I'm sure Hogan would disagree, but that's 
kind of the nature of debating, you know. And also the nature of agreeing to disagree, which sure. is what basically what happened. happened. Yeah. yeah. However, I have failed as a podcaster. There are failures that um, you can feel free to hold me accountable for. And those are this. Sometimes you just cannot think of what he's trying to say. <laughs> that oh, is sorry. A bad one. Sorry, yeah. is that not what you're saying? 100%. Say? That's true. Sorry. Da, 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 da. <laughs> no, the ones I was actually thinking of are. Uh... Anyway, so uh, um, my cousin who was here is a, is a big fan. I don't think he's our biggest fan, but he's listened to Shout most. Shout out, Noah. He's listened, to, <laughs> he's listened to most of our episodes, you know? I, maybe all of them. I don't know. And the, the reason we started this podcast, there's a couple reasons. A, to explain the misunderstandings about freedom to defend God, that should probably be A, and C, to explain the dangers of communism. And uh, I've, I feel like I've shared some harrowing stories from the Gulag Archipelago. Perhaps of, not enough. Of horrific, so. um, horrific stories that come from post-communist revolutions. As and, we mentioned, the Gulag Archipelago is our second most favorite boring book. Mm-hmm. And so one of our biggest fans sat right here at this table, looked me in the eyes, and said, I'd vote for a communist before I'd vote for Donald Trump. The communist being Bernie Sanders. And, all right, that brings up two things. First of all, you can say Bernie Sanders isn't a communist. You can say he says he's a democratic socialist, but so did Lenin, so did Mao, so did uh, that Venezuelan peach down Castro. there. No, no that's oh, Cuban. Castro uh, did as well. Ca- Cuban did as well. What's his name? Uh, so <laughs> like this. See, this not is one a, of the ways you <laughs> Not a single, not a single. Uh, Maduro. Maduro. Or Chavez. No, Chavez is the one that. Was voted in. He the, Maduro would get in the same way Bernie Sanders was. He got voted in the first time. Uh, so, nay, ne'er has there been a communist revolution that hasn't started with a democratic socialist. I think that's, Not, that's how the uh, the Kim Jong dynasty began as well. Okay. I'm not Where's he from? Korea, North Korea. Oh. The North Korean communist takeover. I thought it was Jung. Sorry, I didn't understand. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I just don't. Anyways. Not great. That's why I was confused. My bad. It doesn't matter. It might. You might be right. Anyways. Um, especially when uh, Bernie Sanders goes to the uh, Soviet Union for his honeymoon and sings the praises of the Soviet Union. Talks about how breadlines are good and at least they have education. At least they're educated people starving on the streets when when uh, Fidel Castro 
took over the education system in Cuba. He has done nothing but sing the praises of communists. All communists start out as democratic socialists. He's or, a, or claim he, to be democratic he socialist. He is a communist. And let's say he's the one democratic socialist that gets into power and stays a democratic socialist. Then there's definitely a strong man communist waiting in the wings to shoot him in the back of the head and take his place as the communist dictator. This is the story of communism. And I haven't sufficiently scared my biggest fans away from it because they look me in the eyes and tell me they'll vote for a communist before they... And you people, and I expose that. I expose the dangers. Not only did I expose the thought process of the mask wearers, but I exposed their politics and who they would vote for. And you're worried that I didn't push the issue with the mask? And he did all of that while maintaining his relationship with his cousin? Yeah, exactly. Shout out Hogan. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we really he was a great you. guest. You're welcome back. Yeah, and I'm sorry that I failed to... Um, explain to you the dangers of communism but what um here's my problem with the mask issue why people get so heated about the mask issue and i'm and this is gonna you're gonna you're not you're not gonna see you're not gonna follow my logic you're gonna come up with a reason why this isn't true but it is true you you'll come up with a reason in your head you won't be able to put it into words because it won't make any sense but people are scared of the coronavirus. They were told by their government that the coronavirus can kill you. It will kill your grandma. And guess what? It's killing young people too. They don't, they don't tell the full story about the young people having underlying issues. They just think that healthy young people are being killed by this. And maybe one has. I don't know. But this is true. People are scared of the coronavirus. And so people want to be protected. And people, for years in this country now, have been protected by the government. What else would you say that the government protects people from that we've discussed on this show? Oh, uh, car accidents? They, mm. they try to prevent them? True. Let's, let's think of another one, though. One that, one that is a little less... Uh, blatant like has a, has a little has a, has has less a, less consequence a lot of people die in cars Got it. you're you're at, you're fishing for an answer that i don't have drugs oh that's that's an easy one really a yeah. lot of people don't drive for, die from drugs not as many as die in cars not near as so. many let's look it up but i I'm bet that, i bet curious. it's not close anyways what the government's been protecting people from drugs for years if you set that precedent precedent with the laws that you pass, with the laws that you vote for, with the people that you vote for, and the, the laws that you support, hey, the government should protect us from this, then people are going to look for the government to protect them from everything. The more... Wait, you mean that this pattern of democratic socialists becoming communists applies to more things than just... Communism? No, I mean, so, for no, example, no, 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 no. I'm not even talking about socialism or communism. No, hear me out. Hear okay. me out. For example, uh, if you give 
the government an inch, they'll take the whole mile. Every and time. And we'll anticipate. Every time. There's a. Uh, needing protection from all things dangerous. There's we'll, a French we'll philosopher's the quote on that, that the government will always push for more power. Sure. The French philosopher on National Treasure. Have you seen National Treasure? Not in a long time. Dude, it's a good show. What'd you find out, Jace? Nothing? Okay, so just the first numbers I found was 38,000 people die every year in car crashes and about 67,000 people die every year from drug-related overdoses. Really? Yeah. Holy cow, way off base. You should have stuck with car crashes. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Either way, either way, it doesn't matter. 67,000, right? How many have died from COVID? 137,000, right? That's not, that's national, right? Also, potentially... Drug overdoses would be lower if people weren't afraid to seek help when somebody was overdosing. 150,000 deaths from COVID so, in the United States. So more than twice as many deaths sure. from COVID in the United States. And I get it. They're skewing the numbers. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if they're skewing the numbers on drugs. That's yep. just the way it goes. It's another issue that's yep. being pushed. So, so, yeah. so if, you, if you don't trust the government's numbers on COVID, you should have a hard time trusting the government's numbers on drug deaths. Uh, but what's the real number? Are they are they more than doubling the number of COVID deaths? I don't know. Could be, but even if even if they are, there have been more COVID deaths than drug deaths in a year. So you're you have this huge problem with people wearing these masks, and yet. So you're a, such a wolf on these on this mask issue, but then you turn around and bah, keep these drugs from us. We can't educate our kids ourselves. We can't we can't not do drugs if they're legal. How many people die from alcohol every year? Just as bad of a drug. If you talk to a cop, hey man, would you rather fight a guy on LSD or alcohol? They'll tell you alcohol every time. Ninety thousand. Ninety thousand. Look at that. Look at that. Wait, did I tell you alcohol or the alcohol-related deaths? Alcohol-related deaths. No, I'm talking about if you ask yeah. a cop, they'll tell you alcohol. They'll tell you they'd rather they'd rather fight a guy on LSD than alcohol. Oh, okay. You said that backwards. Sorry. That's Sorry. what I double-checked. So. So I've got a question. Hold what on, hold you, on. So okay. what is... Don't want to... At what... Don't want to get me stuttering. <laughs> so at what point... Do you take responsibility for people wearing these masks around? The world is a scary, scary place, and people lean toward... There's a reason that people naturally go toward um, monarchical governments, because they want to be protected. So, how, how can you possibly blame a guy like Hogan for wanting to wear a mask... When and you to are, vote for a democratic yeah, socialist. When you are in support of illegalization of drugs, which doesn't work, the drug war has failed, and you are for um, arbitrary speed limits and and uh, taxation by infraction. I support the blue. I support the blue. Fine. You should support the blue when they're when they're doing their job and solving crime and and maybe saving a kid or two. But you support the blue or the brown in the case of the Utah Highway Patrol when they're uh, arresting people for having a little bit of marijuana or speed or doing 10 miles over the speed limit, they're writing tickets. Are you kidding me? 
Are you kidding me? You are just as much in it for the protection as anyone who wants to wear a mask. Okay? So what I'm trying to do is gently explain to Hogan why I don't think we need the government to protect us from COVID. And at the same time, trying to explain to you why I don't think we need the government to protect us from drugs. In my mind, you're both on the same freaking side. So don't come at me when I'm not a jerk to someone that I really like because I don't want to lose him as a friend when he does the same thing you're doing. The exact same thing. The only difference is he's got twice the numbers of deaths to worry about than you do on your call for protection from the government. Are you in it for freedom or not? Do you, are, do you want freedom or not? Because guess what? Freedom is scary and it's hard work. Freedom equals responsibility. Freedom equals having to teach your own kids to not do drugs, to uh, uh, understand what freedom actually is. And guess what? Taking the right of someone to smoke a little marijuana, not freedom. Not freedom. 100%. And guess what else? Taking the right of someone to shoot up heroin in their own home, not freedom. Not freedom. If you are trying to protect somebody from themselves... You are, you are running against the grain of freedom, 100%. You either trust the people to make good decisions for themselves or you don't. Just because you they're making decisions you don't agree with, that's not freedom, sir. That is not freedom. Sorry, Shadow, please ask your question. Did you forget it? No, I didn't. So what about if the church has <clears throat> asked us to wear masks or asked us to vote no on Proposition mm. 2, to, uh, to not let Proposition 2 pass. What, what about when, when the church does that? <sighs> Is, isn't it our responsibility to follow God? Let me tell you a story, sir. Please. I know a guy who is in the state. All the best stories start there. <laughs> I know a guy. A guy. Who, he's a state representative. Okay. I won't say his name. I won't say where he's from. But he's dope. He's a good representative. And we should vote for him. So I guess I'll use his name. <laughs> I'll use his name at a later date. But as of right now, I, I think this one should be a bit more anonymous. So I, he, uh, he told me, the church has a lobby. Sure. The last thing he told me the church lobbied against was... The constitutional carry law. Sure. The passed in the House and was vetoed by Governor Gary Herbert. Gary Herbert. So, uh, and he said, Where's this coming from? And they always, anytime there's something, anytime they get asked that question, the, the church lobbyists, they always say, From the top. From the top. However, I doubt it, and so does he. There is a bureaucracy in the church that I think thinks they wield the power of the um, prophet just because they have, happen to have some paperwork that has the letterhead on it. I've never heard uh, a prophet come over the pulpit and say we shouldn't ease restrictions on guns. I've only heard bureaucrats say um, 
yeah, we should we should we shouldn't ease restrictions on guns. We should keep the gun control in place in this state. So there's a lot of things that go on in the bureaucracy of the church that I don't agree with. And I have to separate the two because the church isn't there to inform my politics. The church is there to inform my morality and my relationship with God. And even those, even, even my relationship with God is somewhat separate from the church, but not entirely. The church, church can help you, yes. help, help guide you to improve. And help you, me grow closer, but, your but there is a God relationship with God that, that is separate from the church, which I think everyone should have. In case, God forbid, the church goes apostate and you have to leave it. Uh, they say it's not a possibility. Fine, not a possibility. But God wants you in a position where you'll trust him to to give you the appropriate revelation to leave the church. Surely. Uh, I don't think it'll ever happen. I don't think that'll be the case. But so, but the, the, the principle and the, the idea is still there. Yeah. That you're sure. thinking for yourself. 100%. And, and receiving revelation for yourself. And the drug issue is this. Yes, we, we have a, a, a word of wisdom. Um, and there are prophets who have come down against narcotics. And um, uh, even uh, caffeine um, stimulants, and, and 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 alcohol and cigarettes, for that matter. Well, and the end of prohibition, the the prophet went so far as to encourage members over the pulpit to mm-hmm. vote against the end of to prohibition. maintain prohibition. And Utah was the state that ended up ratifying prohibition. They were the final piece so, to fall. For prohibition um, to end. I struggle. No, that's all right. I struggle with. Um, it'd be interesting to see what those talks would have looked like had drugs been legal. Mm-hmm. And again, just because your church frowns upon these things doesn't mean that you have to, or or doesn't mean it has to be illegal. In fact, it looks better for you if these things are legal and you don't imbibe. You're going to get to heaven. You're like, I never did drugs in my life. God's like, oh, good job. You avoided all these earthly consequences. You avoided going to jail. And- you get to heaven and alcohol's er, and, and alcohol is legal. You say, I never drank in my life. And God says, oh, good. Because you had some friends that were doing it. It looked real fun. Well done. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Maybe it goes back to that post that Hogan posted. A slothful servant has to be told what not to do. Right? Maybe. We have to be constantly reminded with fines what we what we should and shouldn't do in this country. Sure. Sure. Right? So. Stop, uh, stop telling me that I'm not coming down hard enough on people who don't appreciate your kind of freedom. Because you don't appreciate my kind of freedom. And that goes for everyone that came to me about masks. About not coming down hard enough on Hogan. Yeah, guess what? He he did a snarky post on Instagram. Hogan, that was a snarky post, sir. <laughs> but guess what, folks? Why, why does it sound like you're representing like a four-year-old? You're like, that was snarky. Listen, <laughs> listen. But guess what, folks? The episode... The podcast episode before he made that post, I was snarky about people wearing masks. I called them all sheep. 
The snark goes both ways. You like the snark when I'm when I'm coming down on people against masks. Where's your you don't like the snark when it's against you. That's life. People are snarky. It doesn't win people to your cause, obviously. Didn't work for me. I didn't win anyone over. And it didn't work for Hogan. He didn't win anyone over. But it's fun sometimes, you know? You get to act like you're better than everybody. I don't know. That's like my favorite thing to do. I, so. Honestly, I felt like we had a great discussion. I agree. I feel like we, we both got things out. We, we learned a lot from Jace's computer. I don't, I don't think that we're, I don't think that we're, uh, I don't think it was a bad conversation. My mommy really liked it. So, <laughs> and I, I don't think the mass is that it should be a hot button issue. It's not that divisive. It, yeah, it I, should I not be as divisive as it is. And it, it is. Go ahead. It is debilitatingly divisive. Uh, it yeah. is Brutal. stop people in the streets and scream at one another divisive because it matters to people for some reason. It I, shouldn't. It shouldn't matter from either side. We should just be accepting that some people are going to make their decision and some people are not. Some people are comfortable in a mask. Some people are uncomfortable in a mask. And that's what it boils down. That's the argument both ways because from the research that we did, it was pretty unclear if it actually helps or not. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but from the research that I saw last week, it's pretty unclear if it helps or not. There's definitely not 100 percent for sure. There, there's not a conclusion either way. So if you're comfortable wearing a mask, wear a mask. If you're uncomfortable wearing a mask, don't wear a mask. But shut up about it because it doesn't matter. I had someone on the Facebook indoor yard sale make a post saying, "So how do I get masks if I like can't go into Walmart without a mask?" <laughs> and I just replied, Pace and Market isn't making people wear masks, so you could just go there. And everyone's like, oh, that's good to know. But some people were like, just wear a mask. I can't believe you just won't wear a mask. Just just put your mask on. And so I put, nah, bro, I'm not a sissy. (laughs) To which the guy said, you are too one. You're scared of little minor inconvenience when you could save lives. And I'm like, uh... No, there's no evidence in my eyes that it can, or there's no proof in my eyes that they save lives, A. And um, B, you're the one that's so worried about what I'm doing. I don't, you can wear a mask if you want, but I won't wear a mask. So shut up, you do good or sissy, you know? Mind your own business. And then I had one lady, what about my special needs grandson? What if he gets sick and dies? That, that won't be good. How would you feel then? I'm like, keep your special needs grandson home like you would in a bad flu season. Ah. No answer. Also, the lady's Facebook comment sounded just like yes, it voice did. It did, it did. It did. <laughs> it's <laughs> a divisive issue. It. <laughs> it's a divisive issue. It gets brutal. It gets brutal out there. And I'm just as rude back as they are to me, but... I don't, I, I don't come at them. All I did was give that chick advice. Hey, just go to Pace Market. They're better anyways, you know? And and I like that that was a chick coming at, coming and saying, look, I, I'm trying to be as compliant as possible. Where can I go about getting one? Mm-hmm. And you comment that, and suddenly both of you are getting attacked. Mm-hmm. Just wear a mask. You need one. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't deserve that. It's a chick, yeah. She was trying yeah, to. Yeah, it was. A, it was a. She was simply trying to be compliant and in the best way that she's capable. 
I also suggested just tell them you have asthma because they can't yeah. force you to wear masks. I read online this past week that Walmart won't enforce the mask thing. You can still go in with that one. Good. I I think people that aren't going to wear a mask should just go with the classic, oh, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah sure. Or go or support places that aren't going to force you to do it. And go to Payson Market. I will go to Payson Market for the rest of my time in Payson because they didn't force me to wear a mask this time. Unless they change that policy, Payson Market's my new grocery store. They're slightly more expensive, but what's the price you'll pay for freedom? For freedom, you know? Support your local business anyways. Uh, they're like they're owned by the same people that own Macy's now. They're not. Still better than Walmart. There, yeah, there's not a local owned store by, uh, in Payson. I, is it Associated Foods? I yeah, don't know. Associated Foods. Which is basically just Kroger. Yeah. The same size as Kroger is all, but... Utah's version of Kroger. No, Utah's version of Kroger is Smith's because they're owned by Kroger. Come on, man. No, I don't even know. I think Associated Foods is a a Utah-based company was what I was trying to say. Is it? Let's Google that. I'm fairly certain. Hmm. I think the first Macy's was in Logan. Well, breaking down the important issues, folks. (laughs) (laughs) We digress. Associated Foods is based out of Salt Lake. Wow. 1,400 employees. Wow. Dude, I know stuff, bro. You do know stuff. So, there you have it, folks. Look, I assure you, your frust- the frustration you feel about masks is the exact same as the frustration I feel about drugs and guns. In fact, I feel so much about drugs and guns that I uh, the masks just seem petty to me. Because there are more important issues, there are underlying issues, there are other things that the government protects us from that they shouldn't protect us from, that you support, that causes people to feel like they need the government to protect them from people who won't wear masks. Hey, if anybody out there has seen the movie Tombstone, that's basically Rocky's vision of mm, an ideal government. Ideal, for sure, for sure. A gang of roaming cowboys pops up, and one lawman and his murderer buddy pop up to stop him. Perfect. Works for me. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's it a is beautiful a beautiful film. thing. And let's, what, how much time have we got, bro? What We're at 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Whoa. We're going wow. all day. So let's talk about one more thing. Here's my idea of freedom. Okay. Hey, you people came here. You get to deal with our opinions. <laughs> Please don't leave. Marriage. <laughs> Please don't leave. Please. <laughs> Marriage. Marriage, marriage brings us together. Sorry, is it's all right? Is a religious right? R I T E, religious right. Religious ordinance. Sure. Ceremony. We can go ordinance. We can go right. We can go sacrament. No, we can't go sacrament. No, we can't. Whoa, uh, they're all appropriate. Whoa, I'm waiting for you to continue. You gave me. Dude, people were hanging on to your every word, and now they're leaving, dude. And I'm sure this is going to be important. I was riveted, and now I don't care. So, the only reason that the government has anything to do with your marriage is because of the overly complex tax code that we have in this country. That's the only reason the government's involved in your marriage. And you could say, well... The end of life rights it should be taken care of by the spouse. Okay. I can sign power of attorney over to a stranger and they can decide whether I live or die. And sometimes there have been times when the actual spouse gets cut out by the 
by the family anyways when it comes to end-of-life decisions. It's, it's not a perfect system. And the government doesn't seem to help in any way. You mean a government tax system isn't perfect? Yeah. Yeah, and they say stuff like, well, what about life insurance? You can put anyone you want on your life insurance, too. Anyways, my point being, the government is not has nothing to do with religious rights. The government should stay out of it. And if your church wants to marry gay people, that's your church's decision. And if your church doesn't want to marry gay people, that's your church's decision. This is what freedom looks like, folks. We act like we're so free in this country and we have we have so much freedom when we don't. We don't have that much freedom. Our churches can't make decisions for religious rights. We can't make personal decisions for our own health. Um We can't uh we can't decide how fast we drive on the freeway. We can't even decide which lane we ride in. We have to I, abide by I've certain rules for that. the lanes. We, we can get to that maybe in a minute. I think I know how to fix your problem with the HOV lane. What's that? So I was driving in Salt Lake, and they had posted over the toll sign on the HOV lane, and it said, free for all. Mm-hmm. You need to somehow find a way to get the HOV lane, the concept of the restrictions on the HOV lane, abolished. <clears throat> so, somebody needs to commit a hate crime in relation oh. to the HOV lane. <laughs> Genius. Genius. If we and then it will truly be free Hello, we'll Utah it. Highway Patrol. If you could shoot a black man... In the HOV For lane, violating HOV I would lane. greatly appreciate Loss. it. Just kidding. I don't want anyone to get shot. My gosh. Calm down, folks. It's a bit of satire. So It's, it's a little bit of satire. You're right. You're right. We need to do it with the HOV lane. It's retarded. It's one more way that we're sheep. Ba-ba. Ba-ba. Let's be wolves, folks. Ba-ba. Black sheep. Take care of our own freedom. And you know what? I don't like wolves either because they just follow the pack. Let's be tigers, folks. The dopest animal that ever lived. And guess what? The Tiger King didn't change my mind on that. I just think tiger people are crazy now. Which I guess I'm crazy. But I'd never want to pet one because I don't want to get eaten. Bro, Mike Tyson has a pet tiger. (laughs) He had two. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Tiger people aren't crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the 54-year-old man who just signed up to fight another 50-year-old man. Dude, it's going to be dope, bro. I can't wait. Tyson got it. You think? Oh, yeah. Roy Jones is the dope fighter. Roy Jones Jr. lost his chin, though. Tyson never went out because of his chin. Dude, have you seen videos of him training? He's I'm actually kind of scared to fight him, too. Yeah, but Roy Jones is, like, one of the fastest that ever lived. Yeah, but... He stopped boxing because he lost his chin. Mm-hmm. He lost like his last seven bouts by knockout. Yikes! Why so. would you agree to fight Mike Tyson if you lost your chin? Too much money he's gonna make. Oh, they're both gonna make. Has nothing to do with the money, fight. One hundred percent the money. Yeah, but what if he makes you retarded or something, dude? Have you seen that guy punch? Yeah, how many times he's been knocked out? He's not thinking about that. He's thinking about money. Okay. Right. Well, he's probably yeah. thinking this won't be the one that. And this is. This where won't my, be the one that pushes me. This is where my dad says. Uh, you go to Fall Contact Karate once a week. 
for nothing. You pay to go. <laughs> so. All right, you're right. Gotcha. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thanks for showing me gotcha. what an idiot I am. So, I'm sure you disagree with me. You can't explain exactly why. There's no logical reason why you disagree with me. Because drugs are dangerous and they kill people. But I explained to you that COVID kills more people. So... You're either for freedom or you're not. And as far as I'm concerned, you're not. none of you are for, for freedom. None of you. That's why I started this podcast, was to show, was to demonstrate that, look, this is what freedom looks like. It is a, it is a beautiful but terrifying mystery. We've, we've swung to the European model, which is fascists on the right, communists on the left. Let's try and be somewhere in the middle. But the American model started out, the, the way the founders set it forth, set it forth is there was... Um, Totalitarianism on the left, correct? No, 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 no. So I actually think that the left was anarchy. Okay. And the right was not necessarily totalitarianism, but monarchy, where a king decides what this government is. But it could be right or left. I don't know. Either way. And then somewhere in the middle, middle is the ideal spot. Folks, we're way past the center. We're not even close. The, the, the Constitution is supposed to keep us in the center of that. Where in the Constitution does it say, let's make drugs illegal. Let's protect people from themselves. Nope. The Second Amendment was written because we're, sp- we're supposed to protect ourselves. Natural law states that we have the right to self-defense, and self-defense doesn't only come through violence. Self-defense comes through educating ourselves, through doing our own research, through um, having decisions placed in front of us and us making our own decisions. Go ahead, Shadow. Sorry. Where in the the Constitution does it dictate uh, how legal marriage is to be performed and enacted? Mm Mm-hmm. That legal marriage, which it was a religious right. Yeah. And I've told this story before on the podcast, but I'm going to tell it again. I think this story should be told often. Once upon a time in the USSR, the Soviet Union, there was a gulag in Siberia. There was a famous writer from the Soviet Union who went to audit this gulag. This gulag spent weeks cleaning the gulag, feeding the prisoners, trying to get them plumped up a little bit, and, uh, and, and being extra nice so that the prisoners would be well behaved, docile for this auditor. Because the reason the auditor was there was because a Western journalist visited one and... And wrote a scathing review of what these gulags looked like. So the 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 Soviet Union hired their own writer to do their own audit. Can't imagine how that would go. Anyways, I have some of the and, some idea. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna add some things of my own imagination, but I, I think they're probably true. I would imagine that the prisoners of this gulag were all talking about how they were going to tell this auditor what was what. They were going to explain to this auditor how bad this prison was. 
they were going to explain to this auditor all the atrocities that this prison had committed. For example, stripping prisoners down and using them as horses to pull wagons. Or when a prisoner misbehaved in the right way, taking off his clothes and sending him out into the Siberian wilderness. A, in the summer, to die of exposure and mosquito bites. Or in the winter, to freeze to death. Um, or a number of any other atrocities that this gulag was committing. I'm sure they were all big talk about how they were going to come and tell this auditor what was what. I'm sure they knew something was coming down the second they started getting more food and they started, the prison started getting cleaned up. Well, um, the auditor get there, gets there the day the truth comes and he starts talking to prisoners and everyone just talks about how it's just fine. Because they're scared. Understandably, they're <coughs> scared. But one 11-year-old boy who was in the youth sort portion of the gulag, which oftentimes they put youth and, and, and adults together, and oftentimes they put women and men together. Most of the time, the women and men were together. So one 11-year-old boy who was probably in gulag because his parents did something stupid, he probably didn't do anything wrong. They probably came to get his parents. He probably defended his dad and they named him a socially dangerous element and put him in this gulag. This is the injustice that was going on in the Soviet Union. And this boy... And this is the injustice that Bernie Sanders is yeah, glorifying. Yeah. Communism inevitably brings. So this boy comes forward to the auditor. Maybe he saw his dad speak out against the government. Followed his dad's example. My dad wouldn't let this stand. My dad went, me, I'm in gulag because my dad spoke against the government. So, my dad got shot for this. Yeah. So he um, he goes to the auditor. I'll tell you what's really going on here. And the auditor pulls him into another room. And he tells him all the atrocities that are going on. And the writer steps out of the room. A tear in his eye. And the boy... Is taken away. Um, and I think the auditor stayed about two weeks. Um, and as he's pulling out in his boat, he took a boat to get there. As his boat is leaving, the boy's taken out behind the prison, shot in the back of the head. The writer gets back to Moscow and writes a stellar review of how great that gulag runs what a beautiful place it would be to to go there how uh um how well well taken care of the prisoners yes there are. how how it would be a pleasure to be in prison there i believe is what he said such is human nature folks that 11 year old boy died for nothing And fortunately for me, I believe that he got to heaven. Jesus fist bumped him and said, good job, bro. You're amazing. That was so much courage for an 11-year-old boy to show. And this coward let him sacrifice it for nothing. He knew that boy would die for what he did. Imagine being that boy. A cold-hearted prison guard 
takes you out behind the shed. You recognize the weight of the mistake that you made. You're about to die. After, after how long in a gulag? Starving to death. You're hard because you're in with adults who beat you up and take your stuff. Because they put thieves in with political prisoners because the thieves are, are meant to control the, the political prisoners. This is the dichotomy of human nature. Courage is to be found rarely and cowardice is to be found everywhere. Everyone in that gulag talked big probably but didn't but didn't do anything about it. And then this one boy shows his courage, gets murdered for it by the state, and this coward doesn't even doesn't say a word. Doesn't about say it. a word. Goes along to get along. Sure, he was probably protecting his family. But this is what trusting governments gets you. It doesn't it doesn't matter which side you're on. The fascists did it on the right if we're following the European model and the communists did it on the left. Let's follow the American model. Let's all be leftists in the American model. Where we are leaning towards anarchy as much as we can, which can bring its own atrocities. I get it. But I'd rather deal with the with too much freedom. You know? There's no there's no government that's gonna come kill my family in anarchy. The only thing that's gonna come kill my kill my family is roving gangs of criminals. And I don't have a problem fighting back against roaming gangs of criminals. It's when you're a bootlicker and you decide, hey, I better go along to get along because these guys are the government. They know what they're doing. That's where the cowardice comes in. We have to fear the state. I'd rather fear criminals. I'd rather fear too many criminals. I'd rather fear bad guys who don't have the sheen of the government, who don't have the, I'm a good man. And I'm not saying cops are this. I'm just saying they have the potential. Police forces have the potential to become this. Everyone just follows orders. I don't think that writer was a bad man, but he was a coward and a liar, which is what most people are. So do we, so do we trust people who organize and become the government, become the, the almighty power in our lives? Or do we trust that people aren't that great, but we have, but we're responsible for our own destiny? I think that story should be told everywhere. That 11-year-old boy deserves praise. I'm so grateful to Alexander Solzhenitsyn, Solzhenitsyn for putting it in the Gulag Archipelago so I could read that boy's courage because that's the side I want to come down on. Do you want to be the writer or do you want to be the 11-year-old boy that gets shot in the head? Or do you want to be one of the countless sheep in the middle? Yeah, or one of the prisoners who didn't say a word, who probably... Who probably were heartbroken over the loss of the boy. Heartbroken enough to never speak of it again. Yeah. Except for Solzhenitsyn, who memorized that story and shared it with me. Read that book. Look at the look at the evils of communism so that you never want to vote for Bernie Sanders. That's a call out specifically to you, Hogan. The least you could do is read that book, bro. I get it. I get it. 
Trump's a hard man to vote for, but I want you to look at this as well. Yes, Trump cheated on his wife. But the greatest king in Israel, King David, cheated on his many wives with a married woman and then had her husband murdered. We can't always look at people's personal morality when it comes to presidential worthiness. We can only look at their policies. I'm sure you being a Democrat, you, dis you disagree with his policies. But he's had by far the most freedom-loving policies I've seen in a president in my lifetime. He's had plenty of Democratic policies, too. Oh, my god! Stimulus check round, too, here. For soon. sure. And state-subsidized... Oh, subsidized you ought to be stoked on state, that. Stimulus check. State-subsidized child care, bro. No way, dude. After Kanye's plan, every parent gets a million dollars? Trump ain't got nothing, dude. <laughs> I'm about to have a kid. I'd be a six millionaire, bro. <laughs> That's like one more than five. Look, Jeez. man. That's a ridiculous policy for Kanye to come up with. But at least he's thinking about abortion. And he recognizes that it is a black genocide. You the man, Kanye. Thank you for bringing that to light. Thank you for putting that out in the public forum. Still don't got my vote. And you're a crazy person. <laughs> but, but I'll listen to your songs for sure. Yeah, man, I'll make you a billionaire. I'm all about Drug it. dealing just to get by. Count your money till you get sky high. What would he have to rap about? If we legalize drugs. Change my view on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that easy. Wow. Wow. Let's keep them illegal. I hope you guys listen this long because... We got all serious there and then took a left turn when Rocky <laughs> changed his entire political political ideology in the face of Kanye's music. So, I love you guys. I love you, Hogan. I'm sorry I failed you all as a podcaster and not explain the dangers of communism enough, communism enough to you. But uh, I didn't fail anything. I'm yeah, great at podcasting. It's true. You're, you're, you're both great podcasters. So. But. Also... I'm hoping this week we'll have the Teespring up. I've been working on other projects, but yeah, we'll be selling some dope shirts. Get your Dan I Radio merch, baby. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, let's strive to be more like the 11 year old kid, folks. Let's have courage for for our convictions and and stand for what's right. I don't uh, in the face of any obstacle. And read his story. Go read his story. That book is important. It's uh. This day and age, almost important is the Book of Mormon. So, read it. Don't be a fool. Read that book. The Book of Mormon will teach the dangers of a totalitarian government. Also, for sure. Just as I, much. Though. And I was looking at it. I heard somewhere that uh, the new vaccine will have fetus parts in it. Is that true? I heard that from my mommy. Is that true? No. No? Let's say it is, though. Okay. <laughs> How does that make us any different than the Nephites who are sacrificing their women and children and, and eating their flesh in the end? Is that not what they were doing? That they were doing that. Hmm. Something to think about, folks. And at any here, stretch, James. fetus parts, uh, stem cells, I think is where that would come from. Does it have idea. stem cells in it? From what I've heard, no. It's... It's so, like super fast though for a vaccine, right? Like it takes like 15 years usually for a vaccine. Most of the time it takes forever market. because the FDA doesn't approve yeah. it. And mm -hmm. you have to have so much testing to prove that it's 
working. So they just expedited the process, put that at the front of the line, in front of everything else. That's why it's going so much quicker. Oh, so I've heard that this vaccine was a modified version of an already existing vaccine. And they've been, so for years, they've been trying to build coronavirus vaccines, which is just like the common cold. So they just, they already had a good base to jump off of. Yeah. It's, to put it simply, there's, shouldn't be any suspicion just because of how quickly they've come up with it. There's plenty of things that have helped them. Plus all the money and all the motivation to do it. Boy, you guys just made Mr. Schrader super pissed again. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Uh, Worry about something else. That, right. That's not it. Um, the speed is not the problem. I still want it. It is still a vaccine, so I'll get it. You will? Oh, you yeah. get the flu vaccine every year? Yep. Oh. He has to. He's required to. I would if I didn't have to. Yeah. I'm not so about you, it. So I'm not so trying to be autistic. That's your choice. <laughs> Now he's pissed. <laughs> nah, I'm good, dude. Aut- oh, autism's, worse oh. Than, autism's worth worse than death, so I understand why you wouldn't want to get a flu shot. <laughs> right? Is, that's the logic? Oh, wait, oh. it doesn't cause autism. Jace so, with so those death, hairs, bro. Death Jace is, with is worse than a, a shot. Whatever. Jace with his <laughs> All right, we're out of here. I got to go to All church. Right. You got folks. anything else to say? Nope. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah. Alrighty, folks. Thanks and have a great week. God bless. God bless. See ya.